Hello everyone, this is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. I am so glad that you could join me for today's episode. Get ready for a treat. Hello everyone and welcome to the Victoriously Anointed Podcast with me, Lynn Stacy. I am so glad that you could join me for this final day of the King David series. Um, in this point uh, in the series, King David has uh, finally stepped into position. Saul has passed. Uh, Jonathan has passed too, which was um, like his brother, his closest friend, um, who was also the son of Saul. And so um, King Saul is stepping into his position um, as being appointed and anointed by God. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that and how um, he steps into position and different things that he kind of um, does and explores and just different things he does as king, um, being the new um, leader. And uh, the people know that um, he's the new leader. And uh, um, the word is getting out that Saul has passed and um, David is coming into um is coming into the kingship. And so um, just different things that occur as a result of this transition that's getting ready to, um, that has taken place and getting ready to take place, um, the process of it all. Um, and so before we get into it, I want to encourage you, if you have not been tuning in and listening up to um, the rest of the podcast, how David was walking about faith and how God gave him a word, starting back um, with the month of um, uh, in the month of August the, on the first Tuesday, um, talking about being on God's radar and how um, um, uh, God was um, chose David because of the heart um, that was within them, being um, a shepherd. And so then we keep on going on. If you want to go back and listen to that, um, which was on the the first Tuesday in August, which was August the second, and now we are on day um day five, um, part five of the uh, King David series. And we're just going to talk about authentically David, um, authentically David. Um, the fact that he was, even though, um, his enemy has passed, passed, passed on. Um, he didn't, I don't believe he counted Saul as the enemy, even though Saul was an enemy. Um, and so, and the reason why I say that is because of, um, the way he kept on trying to like really get Saul to see, um, that last conversation was like, why, why are you trying to kill me? Um, I believe that David was hurt by it because, uh, just Saul took him in, um, into the Royal palace. So I believe, I don't believe that David counted him as an enemy. Uh, I believe that David, um, um, still, um, honored him. Um, David still um, loved him um, in spite of the fact that um, King Saul had a um, wanted had it out for him. Um, and so um, sometimes we count people as enemies that we should just really just love on, um, that really just need to be loved on. I'm not saying that you shouldn't, um, you know, keep them at a distance. I'm not saying that um, because um, David obviously knew that I can't be around Saul's presence. And so um, he stayed around Saul for as long as he could. And then he finally had to flee the scene. Um, and then uh, he could have had, had a couple of times where he could have just taken Saul out, but he didn't. He, I feel like he really wanted to understand why are you trying to take me out? But that was something that um, I don't believe that it was for him to understand. And so um, we're just going to talk about being authentically David and how um, even after um, David's past, even after King Saul's passing, how David still, um, you can tell the heart that he had for um, the king and his family. Um, and so there was a point where um, there was a point where um, Saul's sons uh, were being attacked by um, these brothers and uh 
that the Jonathan's son had uh, his nurse had took him and they fled the scene. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Um, just give me one second. David was not. Um, uh, he was not one to uh, retaliate. We're going to talk about that. He was not one to retaliate it, even though he had been treated unjustly and unfairly um, by um, King Saul. He had an opportunity. If he really wanted to, he could have taken him out, but he didn't. Um, and so he was upset um, when it was reported that Saul had died and how he had died. He ended up the person that ended up reporting because he let him know that he was the one that, that kind of um when fall um when Saul uh, fell on his sword and um he was telling this young man to kind of take his sword and go ahead and finish the job. And so he was coming this young man was coming back and reporting it to David and David was upset. Uh, David was upset. How dare you touch the Lord's anointed? Um and so um uh he went on um uh, so he a actually ended up executing that guy um you can begin to read about that at the end of first samuel and the beginning of second samuel when um the transition between um king Saul dying and uh david stepping into his kingship learning about his death um you would think david would have been rejoicing and happy because oh it's finally over i'm finally free no one's after me uh no one's after me and i believe this is where you you can kind of see the uh when it, when it says that david was a man after um god's own heart and so this is where you can kind of see that at too as well and because um he didn't rejoice he didn't rejoice over king saul dying and even though king saul had it out for him he didn't rejoice in that um because i believe that david really wanted um the relationship between them um based on like what I'm, I'm seeing from his heart that he really wanted the relationship between them to mend be mended um he he wanted king saul to really accept and approve him as being the next king of uh of israel even though he didn't need saul's approval um it's just that i believe it's just that that um that thing, something that you kind of develop, especially um, when you when you're sitting up under somebody, that thing that you kind of um, develop, or uh, when you when you're close to somebody. King David was Saul's armor bearer, and so um, I'm pretty sure um, even King Saul found I, the word tells us that King Saul found favor with David, and so that had to have me. I'm pretty sure they had to have meaning to David, and so this was not something that David rejoiced in. Um, how King Saul died, I'm pretty sure he wanted to see his life change. Um, he wanted to see his life change, um, and I'm just reminded of the story of Jonah, where you could see God's character reflected. He didn't want to uh, pass judgment on them. He wanted to see their lives change. He wanted to see them um, come into the knowledge of the truth so that um, so that they can um, uh, change and turn from their um, wicked ways. And um, I believe that um, this was not a um, this was um, this is kind of re the reason why maybe um, King um, David didn't rejoice because you would think that, hey, this person was wanted you dead. Um, but it wasn't um, it wasn't a rejoicing moment for David. And so. He was um, then if you keep on reading further on uh, after receiving that news, he was further upset when um, there were brothers who went on their own accord uh, on the court to kill Saul's relatives. Um, David did not send out that command. Um, David was trying to make amends. He did not send out the command for um, them to start doing it. They did it on their own accord. And my guess is because they were trying to get in good with King David um, so that they could um, maybe get a, a high level of position within the palace, um, thinking that this was a perfect opportunity 
opportunity, but they didn't um, understand the heart of David. Um, he did that was not something that he rejoiced in. He executed them right there on the spot because uh, uh, I, first of all, I didn't give you the command or the order to go and begin to kill Saul's relatives and different things like that. And then you just um, you you coming back to me as if I'm supposed to rejoice and celebrate with you. This is evil that you have done. Um, you killed a righteous man. You 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 killed them without cause. Um, and uh, so this was not something that David rejoiced in. And David was a man of war. He was a man of war. It, it wasn't um, so he was used to uh, he was used to killing folks. But he he it was it was the enemies. It was because with cause. It was with purpose. It was because he was in battle. Um, it was it was it wasn't just something that was just haphazardly done. And so. Um, uh, he was a uh, pretty upset about this. So this was not the message that David wanted to spread. He didn't want to spread the fact that he's on a uh, rampage, um, to go and get Saul's relatives because of what Saul did. No, if David wanted to kill King Saul, there were, there was opportunity for him to do it. He chose not to, he chose to, um, take the higher road, um, and not doing that. So this was, this was, um, not something that David wanted to spread. And for them to do this was, uh, was a disgrace to David so much so that he had had them executed he had them executed right there on the spot um and David, although King Saul deserved to, although King Saul, um, it, although King Saul desired to kill him, um, still sought to honor the legacy of King Saul. Um, so he went on. Um, if you keep on reading, um, if you keep on reading um, in the book of Samuel about King David, um, and um, you will see where um, um, David goes on this search, uh, and and uh, and you can read some of the story of David and the kings too. But David goes on this search and looking for. He says. Is there not anyone from the house of Saul that I can, that pretty much I can, I can bestow favor upon? Is there not anyone in the house of Saul? Is there, I'm looking for someone. He began to search out um, someone that was in the house of Saul that he can pretty much, um, uh, he can pretty much um, show a, a level of honor to. And so they began to search out in the kingdom and they found someone, they or someone knew someone um, who was Jonathan's, um, Jonathan's son by the name of, of, um, Y'all excuse me if I don't pronounce his name right. Uh, Mephibosheth. Um, and so uh, if you want to look that name up, it's uh, Mephibosheth. And uh, it was Jonathan's son. And Jonathan was a good friend of um, David. Um, and so the fact that he got to honor um, Jonathan's son, I'm pretty sure um, that that probably did King David's heart well. He brought him into the palace and he said, and, and he brought him into the palace and um as long as um, he was alive, he was taken care of. And so let me tell you a little bit about the background. Um, that incident where uh, where um, those men went on the rampage to um, seek and kill Saul's relatives, um, uh, Mephibosheth was uh, was in that number, but he was a child. And his nurse fled the scene and then fleeing the scene trying to protect the son, she accidentally dropped him. And so in accidentally dropping him, he became lame. And so uh, he was lame and he couldn't walk. And if you look about, think about the culture and different things like that. And within their culture, uh, for them, for him not to be able to work or do anything because he was he was lame and he was crippled, uh, and he had to live he had to live with um, relatives and different things like that. Um, that that was uh, that made it uh, pretty much his life hard. Um, that made his life hard being uh, not being able to walk. And so the fact that King David sought him out and brought him into the palace and said that he was going to pretty much he was well taken care of. Um, that uh, that uh, had to have been a blessing. Um, and I'm just 
like it had to have been because of um his the part of his father Jonathan as well because Jonathan loved David as his own soul and so uh um I'm pretty sure uh that that just being able to because um King David hadn't seen Jonathan since he fled from King Saul and so just to be able to um um be able to look at him upon his son do you not know uh, I'm pretty sure that probably blessed King David's heart I'm just thinking about that and seeing it in my mind just how that had to have blessed him to be able to do that and you probably would be like why would King David look for somebody within the house of Saul because all of the house of Saul wasn't against David it was just King Saul <laughs> everybody didn't agree um Jonathan uh, who was David's son who was um Saul's son was David's friend um uh, Mikhail, um, well, who was um, Saul's daughter, loved David. Um, and so uh, that was uh, another thing that King David did when he came into the kingship. He went and he went looking for his wife. Uh, he said, bring, give me back my wife, who was Saul's daughter. Um, even though David had, um, at, at this time, they, they married uh, sometimes multiple. Um, he had another uh, couple of the wives, but he went back and he found his first wife um, and give me back my wife. And so, and another thing that King David did when he came into the kingship was not only trying to honor um, and um, Saul's uh, uh, living and existing that was in the house of Saul um, and his relatives, but he also, um, he also um remember the ark of the covenant if you know anything about the ark of the covenant um you know that it was something that god's presence um dwelled in that's how you knew that the presence of god was with was with um the uh with the with the hebrews and so um King David went and he sought out this covenant, this ark, um, this this ark that um, they 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 built in honor and reverence of God, so that God's presence could rest on it. And in going and seeking now, there were some things that David had to learn about how to carry the presence of God. And um, and I'm I'm looking at it now, even though that was a physical thing, the thing about it was David actually had the presence of God that was resting on him. And so I believe that sometimes as it is spiritual, so it is natural. So David went and he got this ark, this ark of the covenant where um, God's presence was resting and bless how blessings flowed and different wars were won. This is how different things um, occurred. And so there was a certain order to carry in that ark of the covenant because God's presence rested on it. Um, and so David had to learn um, about the history behind um, this ark of the covenant. It, it wasn't just something that was resting with Israel. I need you to learn about it so that you can carry it um, back into um, the house of Israel in the correct manner. And so, um, 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 so David had to learn about the Ark of the Covenant. These are just um, different things that he was, he did ask King to show that um, why God, really um, to show that he was worthy of the role that God had um, given him. And so, um, and I'm thinking about that, just him having to learn about how to carry this Ark of the Covenant back into the house of Israel because it was stolen. <laughs> it was stolen. I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking about that and I'm just kind of like, um, God's anointing rested with David. And so when his anointing rested with David, that means that God's presence was with David, uh, with the man David. And I'm pretty sure he had to learn how to um, how to um, live um, and how to honor um, and how to walk, living with God's presence, um, constantly abiding with him. 
um, because the, when you when you are in the presence of God, especially when you walk with God, um, there is a certain um, there is a certain way that um, you have to um, behave in the presence of God as if you know that God is with you in a way that's honoring, in a way that's um, reverent, in a way that um, is 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 it is pleasing to God. Um, because um, being in the presence of God brings blessing. Being in the presence of God brings favor. Being in the presence of God. So sometimes we have to learn how to operate within the presence of God in a way that's in order and the way that's in reverence and the way that's in being um, where you honor God and acknowledge his presence as being God and recognize it's something that is not to be taken lightly. It's not something that should be just um, taken as just uh, uh, anything type of way, any, anything type of thing. And so, um, um, I just want to call this authentically David. This is just some of the things that he did. He won wars. He he um he didn't have to honor um he didn't have to honor the house of Saul. He didn't have to do that. He didn't have to do that. But um he he chose to do it. Um he chose to do it even even though um they were they were they had died. Um, and, and I believe that too, it was honoring a word that he gave King Saul, um, concerning his relatives as well. He was still trying to honor the word that he gave him before he died. Um, before, um, uh, before, um, Saul, um, uh, passed away, him and David had a conversation. Um, and so, um, David was trying to honor that word. It's a, it, it, it speaks a lot about a person's character when you try to honor a person's word, even though they're not even living, when they have passed on and you still trying to honor the word that you gave them, um, that, that, that matters that, that shows like what type of person you are. If you are like that, that, that type of person, I believe that's a, that's a character trait that you should try to hold on to, uh, when you give your word and you try to honor that word. Um, sometimes we, um, just, you gotta be wise in what words we give and don't try to overly extend ourselves. Cause then we ain't gonna be able to hold on to every word, but this was something that David could hold on to. Um, and so, uh, uh, this is just a part of the life of, um, just David being authentically David. Um, and so, and how he just kind of, um, was how he stepped into position, um, and how he was just, he stepped in ready. He stepped in, uh, just not, he stepped in ready. He stepped in just, uh, kind of wanted to, uh, I believe do right by the people. Um, and so you can read more about the story of King David, um, and how he just became, he came from just, um, tending sheep to tending sheep. And, uh, if you understand my drift, tending sheep, that means the, the actual animal sheep. Um, but then it says that we are, um, we are, the, the word tells us that we are the sheep of his pasture, meaning we are, we are God's sheep. And so he went from tending sheep as a boy to tending sheep who are, um, God's people. Um, and so, um, just how the, just that role kind of set him up for his uh, final role in life. And so, um, I pray that you would, um, this, I pray that this kind of helped you to see, um, just kind of like, um, uh, the different, um, uh, character traits and attributes of King David and just his heart and, um, how God really blessed his life and, um, how he just kind of allowed David to, um, get from, um, to, from where he was to where he needed to be and how God was just with him the whole time. He took God on his journey 
with him. God was on the journey with him. Um, and so uh, he was, uh, and when God is on your journey with you, let me go to that. When God is on your journey with you, um, he's walking with you, then you're, you're, he, you're going to walk into where you need to be um, because um, God knows uh, the purpose and the destiny um, that's within you. And he sees it um, when you actually do begin to walk that out and um, aim towards it. Um, so we're going to go ahead and pray um, for your um for your day on today. But before I do, I want to um, say, um, pray for our schools. School is back into, school is getting, um, uh, has started back up uh, for a lot of districts and different things like that. Some people have been in school for a week. Some people have been in school a few weeks. Um, some people are just now starting back to school. And I want um, you guys to make sure that you keep our um, teachers covered. Make sure you keep the administration covered. Make sure you keep um, the, 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 the kids covered in prayer. It's so important to just, uh, to pray and cover um uh pray and cover the schools um pray and cover for their safety because um, one thing about it um, god can be where you can and he can send his angels to encamp around about them um so i pray that you would just um pray don't stop praying don't stop covering our schools um don't stop covering them um i pray that um that you also would um cover cover and just Bless, um, bless God and praise God for what he has done. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and end this podcast with a prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you, Lord God, for just everything that you're doing, everything that you're going to do. You are the great Father. There is none like you in all the earth. We pray for our schools, God. We pray that you will bless our teachers in the classroom, Lord God, to give the students what it is that they need. We pray that you will bless the students, Lord God, as they're um, going to and fro from the classroom, Lord God, that you would just shield them, protect them, keep them, cover them, Lord God. We pray for the administrators, Lord God, the, the leadership, Lord God, that's over the schools, Lord God, that you would just allow them to provide um, the necessary um, support and resources and trainings, Lord God, that is necessary to just keep our schools um, covered and protected and intact, Lord God. Bless their minds, Lord God, and um, help them to see, Lord God, what it is that they need to see and provide for them the understanding that they need, Lord God, within the um, classroom and just within um, the whole school system, Father God. We thank you for your love. We thank you, Lord God, for just um, the different things, the different laws. Um, bless those, Lord God, who are um, who are in position, Lord God, to set laws and different things like that um, for our nation, for our schools, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for those mind, the mindsets of those people, Lord God. We pray for our representatives and our senators, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for those, Lord God, within the uh, within our um, political leadership, Lord God, who are um, creating the the laws for us that they would just um, um, uh, bless, Lord God, and that they, they were right laws, Lord God, that would really um, help and bless the people in the nation, Lord God. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your strength. We ask, Lord God, that you would just um, touch our hearts, Lord God, to begin to pray and seek you as we need to um, for the upbuilding, Lord God, of your kingdom, Lord God, and just um, our nation and just um, nations all over. We thank you for your people all over. Um, and we thank you and we praise you and we bless you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I pray that you will go forward and be blessed. And remember um, to follow at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook. And if you are interested in supporting this podcast, interested in supporting um, um, the Victoriously Anointed brand, um, I encourage you to go on the website and you can find the website um, on my Instagram page or my Facebook page. Um, and you can go on there and you can purchase a T-shirt. Uh, if you would um, go on there and purchase a T-shirt, um, that would be like so awesome and so 
supporting um, the Atlas Stacey Studios brand, the Victoriously Anointed podcast. I would greatly appreciate it. Um, you can also find the videos on YouTube. Um, so right now it's just the days that I do interviews that you can find the visuals of the YouTube uh, on YouTube uh, for the interviews if you're interested in that. Um, and I pray that um, you would go on there and subscribe or um, follow like. Um, remember that it doesn't hurt to subscribe, like, and follow, but it does add a blessing to um, what um, Victoriously Anointed is um, working to do. Um, I pray that you would um, go forward and be blessed and have a great and excellent day. And congratulations to everyone who's starting back to school. I pray that this year um, is a blessed year for you. Hello, everyone. This is Lynn Stacy with the Victoriously Anointed Podcast. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If it's been a blessing to you, remember to like, subscribe, and share the page. You can follow me at Lynn Stacy Studios on Instagram and Facebook.